Right, okay, here we go. For this uh, Corona Bloody Virus Extraordinary episode of Light on Leeds, I have Abby Wistance, who's remotely connected to speak to me. Hello, hello Abby. Hi, okay. I'm very well, thank you so much for coming along. It's all right. So, Abby, I think I first heard about you um, with To The Local. Can you explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so, um, oh God, it's been a big old journey with it. Um, I started a podcast series um, not too dissimilar to what we're doing right now. Ah. Um, but it was more kind of like very heavily music based, interviewing specifically like musicians and things like that from Leeds and West Yorkshire. And um, called it to the local after the blur um, lyric. Jerry's like, to the local, that. So um, called it that, thought it'll just be a podcast series. And then made kind of like a Facebook page for it. And then it just kind of went from there, really. This was May last year, I want to say. Um, yeah, May twenty, May 2019. And um, I kind of set up a website for it. And then that kind of went into doing video interviews with fans and musicians all across the UK. Um, and then it kind of grew into kind of producing articles for a specific website. Um, and then it, it just kept going and going. We were putting on gigs. We were doing kind of like music content on YouTube, kind of Instagram TV. Um, and now it's this kind of fully fledged company or like PR company um, that I guess in, in some ways is slightly significant which I never really thought it would be that's great because I think I think I've noticed you during sort of lockdown and you know I was thinking about all the bands in Leeds who you know young bands who are starting out and then this big huge pandemic happening and it was great to see through your video production be able to see bands even if they're like had individual members in their own homes I thought that was like a really great lovely idea because it felt like you were still sort of part of live music in a way yeah because it was really weird for me because my biggest kind i had other people writing articles for me and i kind of dabbled in um, music writing but i kind of didn't really want to just do that so my biggest part uh, to play in the company was kind of going to gigs doing podcasts from gigs live podcasts from gigs which was a nightmare um kind of filming interviews with bands video interviews or audio interviews that would then put in like radio shows and stuff so when kind of lockdown happened my side of things was really difficult because I didn't really know what to do I couldn't go to gigs I couldn't meet musicians I couldn't do my radio show because I didn't have the equipment at the time um and our kind of way of tackling that was like well let's see what we let's see if we can keep producing music and keep producing all this content but for kind of social media and things like that because people are heavily relying on their phones and social media to give them something to do over lockdown and then yeah. I think we kind of managed to do that. I mean, we started the Instagram TV series, um, which was like band takeovers, where we had bands take over our Instagram um, for an entire 24 hours, which was very chaotic. And then we all, <laughs> oh God, some of the stuff that came out of the band takeovers was an absolute nightmare, but it was so fun. Um, and then, yeah, we did the little mini festival as well, because we were planning on doing an actual festival um and then couldn't so we ended up doing an online festival we got loads of really great bands from across the uk to play which was brilliant and what a great achievement as well especially especially during that, that such a difficult time i imagine a lot of bands are very grateful to be involved in something like that well yeah we, we tried to get as many kind of local musicians on board we also had a few kind of bigger names like bull um played who are obviously from i want to say sweden or something like that a lot of um i kind of have to give credit to the guy that is my right hand man um, for to the local stuff, Matt, uh, Matt Bond, Matthew Bond, who 
he's um the festival was very much his kind of baby it was kind of using my face and to the local but i feel like he was the one who kind of curated the event and and helped me out where i needed it um but he put on an absolutely brilliant um festival and i kind of like helped him along with it but it really is down to matt more than it was me and can people still see that is it is it still up somewhere yeah so we um there was a festival by nice people magazine which is that magazine in leeds and they did all of theirs on twitch um which was absolutely fantastic but i wasn't sure how that would work in terms of kind of watching it back so we decided to do it as um kind of give each band a slot as you would at a festival but then upload those things scheduled onto YouTube. So all of the videos are still on YouTube. You can still access all of kind of like the festival um, bits and pieces, but we did it that way instead of kind of live streaming it so people can still access it. Did you find that whole process interesting, working out how, how you would do things, you know, because through this whole thing, everyone's yeah. had to find different ways, haven't they, to communicate or to get out uh, material. Did you find that quite was it hard or did you find it interesting to learn all oh, the new God, skills God, and new God, technology I don't think I've ever been so stressed in my life <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a very I'm not a very technological person I can work my way around a radio studio but other than that I'm kind of at a dead end um and to coordinate all of these bands and we were we were kind of doing it where we needed all this kind of graphic side of things and um, my friend Adam Robert Lloyd who's a graphic designer from Birmingham he rebranded to the local completely um over lockdown and they also did the festival and branding and everything like that so it was kind of organizing that and then being like right what do we need we need an intro kind of like an animated graphic intro that um, is different for all of the bands we need videos edited together because we did interviews with all of the bands and then they recorded themselves kind of three four songs from home um or a set yeah. essentially so it was like, do we splice those together? Like, how would I do that? Do I have the software to edit this? We also need all these posters and promos. And we ended up adding on a secret act about three days before um, we'd even kind of sorted out all the rest of the stuff. We ended up adding RTO on right before because we really wanted them to play. Uh, but it was it was an absolute nightmare. I won't lie to you. And then I think I was up till about three in the morning on the day of the festival, making sure that all of the videos were fine my laptop kept crashing and oh, oh God, it was awful uh, but on the day everything ran so smoothly um and everyone loved it we managed to raise a fair bit of money as well for the nhs and for um music venue trust which is quite nice um but oh god the thought of asking to do that again at any point would kill me. <laughs> you've got all the skills now so you'll be fine next time <laughs> oh god i hope so because we want to put on a real festival next year that'd uh, be fantastic but oh god, I'm better in person than I am with technology. It's not my friend. So hopefully things will be easier and less stressful if we actually do a real life festival and not all online. Oh well, I'll definitely keep my eye out for that, and, and I wish mm -hmm. you best of luck with it. Thank you. So you're also a DJ on LDC mm -hmm. Radio. I am indeed. And how did you that get into indeed. that? Really weird, actually. Um, so I was kind of like a bedroom DJ, made mixes, had done a few little slots across Leeds and things like that, uh, but never really done a, a massive amount. I'm kind of new to it. I decided at the beginning of 2020 that I wanted to properly learn how to DJ and kind of did so over lockdown and over um, the few months before that and did a few bits and pieces. And then LDC launched um, because I, I'll kind of give a bit of background information, however yeah. boring and insignificant it may be. Um, so all of the radio stations in Leeds and across the UK really tend to be owned by parent companies. So you had Bauer Media and uh, Global. 
Global own, I think, Heart and Capital. And then Bella Media were all kind of like the, the smaller um, stations like Dream FM and um, Radio Air, which is obviously now just closed. I think it closed last week. Um, but basically, they are dissolving all of these local stations um, and making them all into Greatest Hits Radio, which right. is, you know, take it how you will. I'm not very happy about it. Mm. I don't think any other people are, but it's one of them. Um, so LDC launched and are kind of filling that gap where Radio Air have closed. And I always thought that, that was quite interesting. And they're now the only other station other than BBC Radio Leeds that has a licence to broadcast um, across the entirety of the city. Wow. Um, so I was writing an article about that and about Bella Media and about the closure of Radio Air and stuff like that. Um, I was freelanced by the Yorkshire Evening Post to write an article about it. Lovely. And I, I went for lunch with um, Daniel Tidmarsh, who is a DJ on there who normally does the drive time, but also um, kind of helps set up the station and runs the station, has been a DJ for a very long time. I sat down for um, breakfast slash lunch with him, interviewing him about all of this. And um, he was talking to me about like CDJs and all of this kind of technical equipment. Um, and he stopped halfway through and was like, you probably have no idea what I'm on about. Sorry, like, I, I don't want to use all of kind of like this lingo and you not know what I'm talking about. And then the subject of me kind of getting into DJing and being a DJ came up. And um, somehow uh, what essentially was just an interview uh, <laughs> for a, an article became me now doing the the morning slot of, um, of LDC radio on the mothership. So... Didn't really expect it, didn't really go in knowing that's what it was going to become. But um, yeah, I, I, I then ended up doing the uh, Funk and Soul show. And are you really enjoying that? I absolutely love it. It is so, so good. Um, I've had a lot of good feedback. I get quite a few people tuning in now, which is always nice. Um, but it, it's all my kind of music and I can kind of go on, play whatever I want, um, have a great time for three hours every weekday um, and just get to play my tunes, man. It's Excellent. great. I love it. I saw you saying, I didn't have a listen today because I was busy doing other things, but I have listened to you. I listened to you last week and you were playing some really sort of, um, I mean, I love I love funk and soul, but the stuff you were playing at, it was quite rare. A lot of the stuff I had never oh, heard before. Yeah, I'm really into my um, kind of like world music. So I play a lot of like Brazilian funk and a lot of um, French stuff and bits and pieces all across Europe, really. Um, a lot of stuff from... Portugal, that kind of thing, George Benjor, um, Buena Vista Social Club, obviously Cuba. Um, but I really, really try and play stuff on the show that isn't well known because I feel like you can hear kind of like the fat back band, you can hear Funkadelic and you can hear Parliament anywhere. Yeah. Um, but the stuff that's really niche and I really have to dig through the archives and dig for gold on like Discogs and things like that. And but do you really like enjoy that, that process of finding brand new tunes? Well, old brand new tunes, I suppose. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I found, um, so I was doing it last night, and I found a collection called The Brazingles, which is um, a load of Brazilian funk music by a record label in Brazil. Um, so I'm definitely going to be uh, exhausting over the next few weeks. I've made a little note of that just so I can have a little look up myself. Brazingles, man. It's brilliant. <laughs> So you said you're a freelance writer, so you've done all sorts of writing for different things. Um, you're a writer at Clash magazine. Can you tell me a little bit about Clash magazine? Yeah, so um, I know, so again, this is kind of all through the grapevine. I got asked by um, Clash, a guy called Harry, who work, Harry Ridgway, I think, who works for a company called Hanglands, who are like a PR company. They, uh, re they reached out to Come Play With Me magazine, which is another magazine that I work for. Um, looking for a writer 
who knew a lot about Leeds um, and the music scene, who could write them an article about um, kind of Leeds in lockdown and, and the success of some bands during lockdown and kind of what's been going on um, during the coronavirus. And um, Tony from Come Play With Me and Andy kind of like, right, let me put you in touch with Abby um, and see if she can help you out because she probably is your best bet. And luckily enough, I, I had a lot of free time, as did everybody else. And yeah, I started doing a little bit of freelance work for them. I wrote an article about um, the Leeds music scene and how diverse it is and how great it was um, to see all these bands producing stuff during lockdown. And yeah, I just ended up writing a piece for them, really, and hopefully have some more bits and pieces coming out soon. Uh, but I, I don't work a, a lot with them, per se. Um, it's just kind of as and when they need me, and it tends to be very Leeds-centric. Yeah, of course. And and so you've, you've also, in the same sort of spirit, written for the Yorkshire Post as well. Yeah, so um, Yorkshire Post I've been writing for, oh God, since, I want to say since the first year of university, probably a few months in. I um, I emailed Duncan, who is the uh, music editor, Duncan Seaman, and he um, initially got back to me, offering me a load of advice about, so I'd emailed him asking like, how do I get into music writing um, and all of this kind of stuff? Can you have a look through my work? Can you let me know if you know if you ever want me to do anything for you? And he was like, do you want me to put you on a list of um, a bunch of writers? Because we, we like the way that you write and we feel like you fit in and we'll kind of send some gigs your way if you ever want to do gig reviews and things like that. And I just got into it like that, really. Sent a friendly email and then ended up doing bits and pieces for them for quite some time. That's great. That's brilliant. And you're also the head of music at Leeds Student Radio. I am newly newly founded head of music um, at Leeds Student Radio, co co head of music with a, a girl called Tamsin. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for that. And how what how does that work? Um, you tell me at this point because <laughs> it's, I've got a meeting next week where I will find out exactly how it works. Um, but essentially, I'll be uh, co running with Tamsin all of the music shows um, on LSR, which is kind of very exciting. Um, I'll also be uh, putting on a little festival or a little gig all day festival gig thing next year um called transmission i believe which is again brilliant i get to choose the bands and the theme and everything like that um and just generally sorting things out for the radio really um it sounds like I'll a very it... exciting time for you abby oh it's a very stressful and busy time but it's all <laughs> very very exciting i love my life man <laughs> so abby i'm just guessing from your accent that you're not originally from leeds no, I'm not. I'm from Birmingham. <laughs> and, and so did you come here to go to university? I did, yeah. I moved here. Um, Salford was my backup. Uh, Leeds was my number one. I only wanted to move here um, because, I want to say because of the music scene, but that would be a big fat lie, because <laughs> of the music scene in the 80s. Because uh, one of my favourite bands is a band called The Wedding Present, who are, are actually from Leeds, David Gedge, apparently lives relatively close to my new house. Uh, <laughs> is that why you moved there? I'll bump into at the office at some point, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I moved here because the wedding present, essentially, which is a really sad, lame kind of thing to say, but... I don't think it is. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's commitment is what it is. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, uh, I still have a pet in, so... So how long have you actually been living in Leeds then? Oh, coming on about two years. So I moved up here, yeah, no, exactly two years, exactly two years now. Wow. Oh, so that I think if great, you've been yeah. here for two years, you're qualified to ask the three questions that I ask every guest. So the first one is, what would you say is great about the city of Leeds? So, so many things. Um, for me, I feel like the music, coming from a place like Birmingham, um, 
I would say that the music scene is very bland. Uh, I'm going to get beaten down by everyone from Birmingham. <laughs> I would say it's, it's very samey. It's very heavily indie-centric. It's very kind of the twang, um, never really left the city, which is fine. I really like the twang. I interviewed the twang. Great guys, great music. <laughs> but everything since then has been very, very similar, very cardboard, kind of cookie-cutter. Um, whereas you come to Leeds and you can kind of walk across Merrion Street, pop into all the bars or live music places, and there is something different there every time. I mean, if, when Verve um, used to hold the live music nights downstairs, that's where I used to go and kind of sit by myself with a pint, listen to the music and every single week, even in between acts, there'd be something completely different. And I feel like it's quite rare that you'll get that anywhere else, really. Um, oh, yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah, yeah, I don't really think there's anything else or any, another place I've ever been that's so incredibly diverse, yet so small. Um, and if you had to, what would you say is something that is not so great about the city? Um, the buses, man. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> I, I hate the buses here. So where I'm from, um, buses work slightly differently. So it's £2.40 no matter where you're going. It's never any more, never any less. You get on, £2.40, job done, son. Whereas here, you have to tell people where you're going. And sometimes, I, even I don't know where I'm going. I'm like, I know the road, but I don't know what it's called. Yeah. So what state you? And they're proper aggy with you sometimes. I'm like, listen, mate, I'm, <laughs> I don't know my way around that well. And it's also, like, I think it cost me like £4.70 for a day ticket today. And it was like £3.70 for where I needed to go the other day. Yeah. Outrage van, £2.40 flat rate, none of this. <laughs> I totally agree with you. You need to write to somebody and get something done about it. I will. I'll write an article in the Yorkshire Post about it. <laughs> and if somebody had been um, a resident of Leeds for a very long time, would you be able to suggest something to them that you would consider to be a hidden gem that they might never have heard of? Um, so when you when you emailed me that question, um, the first thing that pops to mind is Wax Bar. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually know if that's a hidden gem or whether I just didn't really realise it was there. Yeah. Um, but I love that place. It's vinyl DJs. Um, it's really intimate, really small. They've just opened again, I believe, like last week or the week before. Um, I think they're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or there's some variation of three, four days in the week. Um, but I went there. I think for the first time probably about a year ago um maybe just over a year ago and it's so so lovely and it's so intimate the music's great the vibe is great the beer's great um and i love it there but i don't again i don't know if it's really that hidden or if it was just me it's quite <laughs> small but i don't know i think i've heard of it but i've not been but yeah you've, you've convinced maybe me you've sold me i'll have to go and yeah, have a look music's great there man and um, I always ask um, any guest if they know a Leeds-based band or musician, if there's a track that they'd like to have featured. I, I was sure that you definitely have a track with your um, with your background in music. And can you explain to me um, what track you've chosen and why you've chosen it? Well, I know I've pre-chosen this track um, and I sent you a message, but I'm actually now changing my mind, so sorry to mess you up. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I was going to talk about uh, Mamilla who are kind of like a, a jazzy, funky, solely band uh, from Leeds, um, who released their EP Talk Less earlier this year. It was very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to play the, the track Talk Less. You know what? Scrap that. Um, I want to play a band called Shaku, and they have a song called Scraps, and they're weird. And I think the song is about seven minutes long. Very overindulgent. They also <laughs> released a record, I think, this year or end of last year. And they were possibly one of my favourite bands from Leeds. So I've completely changed it. Mamilla are great, but 
we're going to play Scraps by Shaka, I think. Fantastic. Well, you've totally within your rights to change your mind. I think that's great. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> and what will Sorry you be doing with yourself for the rest of your day, Abby? Um, well, I've got the rest of this melon to eat. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I've got to send many, many an email. Um, I might pop down to the pub and have an ale or two. Yeah. Because they've got some water back on tap. So, love that for <laughs> I'm going to have a chill one, man, tidy my room, chill out. I've got a guy coming to fix my light, so waiting for him to arrive and have a poke about the flat and fix all the things that are broken. <laughs> I was at radio this morning, so I'm pretty tired. Oh, well, I hope that you uh, manage to get some relaxing time. I hope the man comes to fix your light before it gets dark. Me too. That'd me be too, very man. useful. Um, and thank mm. you very much for coming along and speaking to me. How are you? My pleasure. I've had a lovely time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm actually still here. I've just stopped it for the, yeah, for the no, thing. Yeah, I get it.